It's the Conflab. It means an intimate or private discussion or conversation. This is the last episode of the season uh, and we've got some really cool things happening today. We've got our producer and our editor slash director slash manager slash everything uh, in the studio today. Tim, producer, great to have you here, buddy. You got that wrong. But, sorry. <laughs> editor, that's cool. I can get it wrong. I'm allowed to. I'm, I'm guiding this ship. No, I'm not really. So, Timmy... Goodburn is our main man. He's our editor. He puts everything, makes everything sound beautiful. And uh, we have Mia, our producer slash manager slash whatever she wants to be. <laughs> Boss of all things. <laughs> uh, great to have you, Tim. Thanks. Good to be on this side. It's been so good to know you were on the other side yeah. the whole season, being our first season and knowing that we've got someone that we can lean on who's got good ears and a good sense of tone and stuff. So... We're going to jump in. This is our roundtable. This is a wrap-up of the season. The season was all about identity. And, yeah, we heard some really interesting podcasts, really interesting stories from pretty amazing people who we went after specifically because they're not popular in a sense but influential in what they do. And uh, we heard some some pretty cool stories. So from wherever you're listening, uh, we just want to welcome you as a team whether you're mowing the lawn or cutting the dog's hair. We just want to welcome you to the Conflab today. Uh, let's just jump straight in. So I'm just going to ask the questions, guys, because it's me asking the questions. I sit on the edge of the questions seat. Oh, goodness. And uh, you guys can just go for it. So favourite moment of the season? Ooh. Don't all rush at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I, yeah. oh, <laughs> you go first, Mia. <laughs> That's so good. Um there's a lot of good moments, yeah. um, a lot of favourite moments, amazing guests this season um, to kick off the conflab. But I think mine that resonated with me the most was in Tim Buxton's at the end of it when he was saying that he struggles to love himself. But then he had this like epiphany one day and he saw a picture of his, himself as a six-year-old or had a thought back to the six-year-old and goes, if I can't, if I look at you, how can I not love me now? Because it's the same person that that little six-year-old is. And it, I was sitting in the room crying, but it just really was like oh, a moment to go, no, you can love yourself because you can't not love that little kid. Yeah. So that was probably my, my biggest takeaway of the season was that. Yeah, it's. I wonder what age we disqualify ourselves. Mm. Like when that ha- actually happens from being, oh, yeah, I, I'm okay to be loved or yeah. like love who I am to. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Yeah. How did you get to that point? Like yeah. what, what yeah. in life beat you up so bad that you just fell out of love with yourself? Yeah. Well, well maybe not beat you up so badly no. in all cases, yeah. but this stuff happens and if yeah. you all tune in for the not beat you episode up, but... previous to this, which you all would have probably heard because now you're tuning into this one. Yeah. You'll find out some of my story in that yeah. one. But, yeah, it is interesting. But what I loved about that part was how in one second you were laughing your head off and the next second you were bawling your eyes out. <laughs> and no one could hear it because you had to sit back there without a microphone on. <laughs> we were telling the story about this crazy little two-year-old girl with her hair going everywhere, run up the street in her undies. So it was Goodness. pretty cool. 
moment. <laughs> How about you, Tim? What do you find? Um, I really loved um, Danny Simpson's. I just thought I'd never met the girl and just very out of the, like, left of centre kind of interview, I thought. And it was just really cool hearing how she landed in Ireland of all places yeah. and... I really love, I think I really resonated with some of what she said because I was an expat as well for a, a bit. I, I did about six years overseas and just that, I think the podcast has brought up a lot of juxtapositions in our life where it's holding things in balance and I think I love what she was saying, how she loved her family but she also felt so driven to be where she was. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really hard thing about life is you're trying to, either do the right thing or like you've said in even some of your solo shows, it's um, you've got to kind of forge your own path and there's that tension of that not always people agreeing with you, that yeah. or um, or you having some sort of doubt like or it's like a yin and a yang to life and yeah. I think that's what I really love about this podcast in general. I think it's brought up that human experience that we all have where yeah. sometimes we've got to go for things and there's this tension. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not always clear or straightforward. Um, yeah. But yes, I think, yeah, like we've heard in a lot of these interviews, it's you just got to jump in. Yeah. Um, that's probably the best way to live fully. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's great, isn't it? Because that's, that's part of what we also wanted to sh- uh, highlight through this season was, you know what, we're going after identity for a reason. And 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 the reason is that we all can lose identity and the tension is, like, I feel like I really need to do this. I really feel like this is my purpose. Mm. And, and the tension of responsibility to what everyone else thinks, which can be all the comparison, all that other shit that we, we listen to. But when we anchor into our values, which we've heard so many times from guys going, well, this is... This is what got me there, yeah. or or girls say, which this is what got me there. And for Danny, like, oh my God, she's got an amazing set of values, hasn't she? Yeah. And she is totally anchored into that. She wants to change the world in a beautiful way, in a creative way. And that's why I actually have liked that about everyone in the, in the podcast. Yeah. Because yeah. they they've all come from a place of, and we can all go and look at Tim Buxton and what he's doing, and mm. that can be a really high mark. And uh, I was talking to a, a friend recently, Geordie Chen, who's an ultra marathon runner, and he's coming on our next season. And he did 33 marathons in 33 days to raise money. And he just said, "Oh, just I'm a, I'm a human being." And a lot of people say, "Well, you know, I've got to try and get to this point." And he goes, "Well, no, you don't. I do this. I run marathons. Yeah. Just run five k's, and let's celebrate you doing that." Yeah. And so everyone on the podcast has had their mission and, and stuff and I've actually loved digging into a bit of that stuff. But Danny's for me was how she's changing the world her way. So yeah. that was really inspirational. Huh? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. All right, so funniest moment. Hang on, what was your favourite part of the season? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, it got me. <laughs> Look out. Um, yeah, it's a really hard one, because there's been so many favourite parts to the season. Um, I think when I, when you say favourite, I think my favourite part, I would ha- almost have to say, is my privileged part. It's been such an honour and a privilege to be in the seat and listen to people tell their truth in such a raw and beautiful way. I think some of the things that Josh said 
for me, Josh Cummings said, you've just got to sit in your shit. Mm. And then what he said about his beautiful partner, Casey, and I tell you, he got in a lot of trouble because he didn't own up to the fact that he might marry her one day. <laughs> he, got, he got his butt kicked for that. But um, how he said that you've got to find someone who allows you to sit with them in silence and while you're going through it. And and that was just, that was a beautiful moment. Mm. I felt really honoured with Dane, how Dane expressed the fact, the the whole mental illness yeah. thing. And then the story of the eagle with, with Ben uh, Adams was great and they just inspired me to do the solos on the back of each one of them. So um, I just felt honoured to be in the room. I think that's that's my favourite moment and, and learn how to grow and learn how to be more curious and sit back and listen and just have my my ears blown, you know, when someone yeah. says something, you go, oh, we've got to take two on that. We've, we actually have to play that again and and um, – and I also think probably my favorite, one of my favorite moments also was Tim um, talking about that same thing that Mia said. And I think we f- so often forget that we are the same person, no matter how old we are. Yeah. That we were running around the backyard, you know, mm. beating up on our brothers and sisters, or doing whatever we were doing mm. and having the most fun. That person's still there, and the best way sometimes to get past the dark moments is to remember that person. Yeah. So I think that, uh, yeah, that would have to be mine. So, yeah, I don't, I'm looking forward to next season too. Like I, I'm pumped mm. for this thing. It's, it's really good. We got start, we start working on our fourth season now, just starting to put some things together in my mind. So we're not, we're here for a long time, not just a short time. So, <laughs> so, so let's go back to my question. <laughs> Actually, what was the, let's just, we'll get to the funnest one in a minute, but what was the toughest moment? you to hear? I'm really emotional at the moment, so I'm really not good to answer this question. No. Um, I think it would be Dane's, to be honest. Um, sorry. No, don't be. So I'll just, I'll just reflect on Dane's so you can compose and talk about it in a sec. Hey, Dane talking about when Dane was talking about taking his life and the fact that he had written letters and emails and sent them um, to his wife and his kids but then the action of what he did didn't work um, so yeah I think that was just really tough to hear uh, I won't go into too many details but just from my past experience living with someone that has a mental illness it's yeah it's full-on. Um, he's unfortunately no longer with us, but, you know, Dane's lucky he's, he is a survivor um, and he's still here to share that story. So that would probably be the hardest one to have that confronted in this room. But, yeah. Yeah. I think um, really struck home for me you talking about Nathan in your last solo bit. Um wasn't one of the guest interviews actually. Um, I think just you talking about that feeling, it's so hard to shed um, an identity thing of this is who I am and doesn't matter how much you change your clothes or your circumstance, you still have this thing that you wear. And, yeah, I would say that I've had that in my own life to some degree of, 
um, you get these narratives about yourself mm. and you can change your circumstance and you can have like this reprieve and then it's like this leech almost yeah. <laughs> that yeah. goes out into you. And so, yeah, I think that that really, um, it was very visceral for me because I think I've I'd identified with it a lot in my own experience. So, um, yeah, that, that was pretty heavy for me. I think Josh touched on that as well a little yeah. bit when he was saying like with his mental illness, like you can move away or yes. you change yeah. your location, you can change your partner, you can change all that stuff. But if you don't deal with what's going up in in, yeah. in your head, it's just going to follow you wherever you go. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think that was a, a lot of it was these people's journey of in different places doing different things and all these different life circumstances but – the big challenge for most of them wasn't actually the external circumstance. It was their their mindset and how they saw themselves through it all. Um, yeah. That's really good. It's, it's like that because even like Dane said that, like he felt ashamed to be diagnosed when he was having such a good life and yeah. and Josh said the same sort of words. And um, yeah, I, I, for me the toughest part of the season – was the end of every episode. Oh, no, we didn't have a ka there. Well, it was a real good moment for that right then. <laughs> no, um, I think the toughest part of the season for me um, was realising that this, this project that we started to inspire people with truth mm. and, and unlock diversity, that everyone is different, we see things differently, we weep different, we laugh different, we taste different and just unlock that for the world to be able to see on our small scale to hope we can change people's mindsets and stuff. Then realising that that was the the whole, you know, wow, this is what we're going to do, you know, we're going to change the world like this and all of a sudden everyone's spitting their truth and I've just felt the weight and responsibility of having to tell mine. So... And then realising that was, again, another privilege and another opportunity to help, hopefully, like you, Tim, mm. um, be able to connect with that story in a small manner or whatever way yeah. it was and show you that – or show everyone that you don't need to – you don't you, you can sit in your shit, but you don't need to stay there. Yeah. You know, the, the darkest part of the cave we most fear to go is where our freedom is, but the freedom is experienced when we're leaving, mm. yeah. not when we're staying. You know, so, all right. Well, that's the heaviness, but let's go to, <laughs> I guess I've got two more. Let's go to inspiration. What was the most inspirational moment you heard? I'm really, really smashing them today. Yeah. yeah. These are just coming off the cuff too. How good's that? Um, I think Danny, for me, yeah. um, when she was talking about her experience through COVID, just hearing how uh, Danny's one of my best friends, so, you know, we're quite close. But to hear how much she was hurting through that time and that yeah. she couldn't feel like she could reach out to us. Um, but she still pushed through and her business is better and better than ever before and she's it's killing thriving, it. Like, yeah. She's just painted a mural in Ireland Airport. Yeah. So it's the first thing that people see when they I think there's land. more than one airport in Ireland, by the way, everyone. I think there might be Belfast and Dublin. Oh, or... sorry. <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, just hearing her story coming from 
going on a trip for three months and then now it's been three or four years and she's literally painting her way yeah. through Belfast and Ireland and all those other countries in Europe. But, yeah, I think that would probably be the most inspiring just to keep going. Yeah. You can do it. You can yeah. do it. Yeah. Have a dream. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, I I really liked – I'm trying to scan through and remember. I think I really love Ben Adams' spirit about – pivoting and not not getting locked in and um yeah I just as I'm a creative as well and mm. so it speaks to me I feel like a yeah. um, very much a square peg sometimes <laughs> and it's that weird thing of you trying because it's not because often a creative career or a vocation isn't linear and so you don't have these like direct steps or this happens and then this happens here. Like things happen in stages and then ups and downs and it's a lot more erratic than I guess a stock standing kind of lifestyle. And so I was really inspired by his um, persistence to own that part of himself and to um, find himself in these different arenas. And also to um, I was really inspired with him trying to carry an ethic into something that – people might have opinions about like um like I think he was talking about the photography industry and I I grew up with such a shit narrative as a kid as a musician like well you're gonna go become a druggie sleep around and you're gonna be in the 27 club like you're gonna just gonna you're gonna die at 27 or if not then when you're an alcoholic when you're in your 40s and Mm. I think my it's so you've got to fight against that narrative that people have. And so I found that really inspiring for Ben, just that um, his, yeah, resilience to try and push against that and be like, no, nah, I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna do good, beautiful work yeah. and I'm going to be a good man <laughs> while yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. like an icebreaker, isn't he, really? Like the, what he's trying to do in a in a industry that's just rife with that sort of things where there's – favors all given to certain for certain ways and it's quite horrible where he's gonna he's cutting ground and uh that was very very inspiring for me yeah. as well I, I loved having i loved his eagle story sorry yeah i loved his eagle yeah. story it was awesome yeah yeah um but it was i've downloaded it and i'll go yeah look it's it's very very true you know and uh i love how he was saying about how the eagle doesn't everyone else gets out of the road when a storm comes but an eagle doesn't he gets up high and Loves going in amongst the thing and pushing against, and I like I'm. I guess I would I would class myself as creative as well, but I'm not creative in in an artistic form. Yeah, mm. like yourself, Tim, or or me are in the admin. I'm probably more creative in thinking. Yeah, and um, I do understand the square peg in the round yeah, hole. Yeah, well, it's that. Yeah, you got that entrepreneurial, spirit, yeah. which is like the same has the same challenges. Yeah. Being like you're doing something different. I don't like that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Do it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you know how old you are and you're starting new things. You yeah, can't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. You must you must fit into our box that we want you to fit into. Mm. And um, yeah, he's uh, definitely a, an icebreaker for for creatives, and I love it. I love being around him, and that's been another really cool inspirational thing is being having people in the room, and you can just feel their energy. Mm. And I don't know how you like you hear the raw cut of it all, but you can just hear that feel the energy of. Of people, and it's just inspiring. Like, I don't know, it takes me a good three or four hours and a few whiskeys to come down after yeah. Yeah. a good episode. 
So it'll probably be the same tonight, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my my most inspirational uh, part of the season, thanks for asking, Mia, was, <laughs> was I think Josh going from one year, yeah. having had a stroke, and then two months after that, his counsellor took his life. And then 10 months later, oh, he now… forgot about that. That was wild. <laughs> Wasn't that Absolutely wild? wild. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, my gosh. That yeah. was really yeah. heavy. Heavy. Yeah. And that, that lesson that people can be like voices of wisdom and truth even though… Because we all do it. We, don't, we can all carry truth and not live up to that truth ourselves. And I think that was such a good takeaway that he yeah. got out of that. Yeah. 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 And I loved his compassion for everyone else. Yeah. Too, in that. Yeah. It, you could have got… If that, I mean, to anyone, if that was going to happen to you, you can you know, be a victim of that and go, oh, yeah. I, how how am I going to get through this if he mm. can't get through it? But he went to the other side and yeah. you know, showed compassion to yeah. The, um, the other clients. Such an important mm. character trait, isn't it? Compassion. Yeah. I love absolutely. Huge. Yeah, I love the word compassion. Mm. Yeah. Um, first for ourselves. Hey. Mm. Um, <laughs> It, but just moving from that point even then, 10 months later, they, he's opened a, a great restaurant on the Gold Coast called MC's Sandwich House. and It's good sandwiches. It's good sandwiches <laughs> and it is. He's, it's very, very good. Not good for the waistline but no. very good for the taste buds. <laughs> um, and great coffee and I'm just proud of him as a young man going after a dream, you know, like that's his dream that he always wanted to cook and and we heard it like from the kitchens in – in uh, where was he overseas in Canada? Canada at Whistler, he w- had he just wanted to cook, and um, I just finished reading a Jock Zonfrello's book. He's the Scottish guy off MasterChef, and and he had that same desire. And, and when I'm reading it, I'm think all I could think of was Josh. So you could see that that emergence of what he really wanted. It's like Danny, like there was nothing going to stop her from getting to where she got to. And yeah. and I think even back to Dane, like there was another person there that was hidden by all the trauma and the pain and it won and I'm so thankful for it and I feel for everyone where it didn't win, you know, Mia shared before. Mm. So that's my inspirational moment for the year is Joshy going from uh, that uh, stroke to yeah. opening his sure. own that's, place in the that's year. That's wild. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so crazy. He's getting healthy. You go down there, he's smiling, he's happy, and yeah, he's like, yeah, light. loving life and light. And yeah, he could get married now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Casey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going to move on now. We've got a bit of a mailbag thing happening, and it actually is not a physical mailbag or a mails bag, um, but it is. That was a funny moment, everyone. <laughs> um, but we've got some. Some of our uh, wonderful listeners have written us a bit of a review and stuff. We wanted to share that with everyone and we're going to just jump straight in and then we're going to um, probably wrap this up and and get uh, some words of wisdom from our incredible team at the end. Right. So this is from our fir- um, one of our first listeners. So we're just going to jump in after they've said what they've said and, and have a bit of a round table about yeah. what they've said. Yeah. The first one is from Amanda. And it says, throughout the whole season, what resonated with me is that it starts with us. I felt challenged to put myself first more. If I'm not whole, then how can I be whole for those closest to me? I can get so caught up in the doing 
and making sure everything is perfect around me all while neglecting really listening intently to what someone is wanting to share. What stood out to me through the series was I needed to prioritise being and not so much doing. It's about being present. If we are not first present with ourselves, how, we, how can we be present with others? Love, love, love this answer. To love others, we must first love ourselves, then our outward focus will be coming. We'll become more about others and this is what will help change the world. Sorry, I stumbled a little bit there. <laughs> no, that's good. I actually know this person pretty well. <laughs> and and it's just, it's actually qu- quite amazing to see that that's the effect that we've had on, on one person as a team because um, I know that be from behind the scenes, you can only hear what I say um, but it has been a team collective. Tim's put his two cents in when he's, he's felt necessary, which I've really appreciated, and and so has Mia. She's stopped the podcast sometimes dead in its tracks. So <laughs> so it is, a, is it a team effort? So just to hear that um, someone has actually gone and really resonated with them about the being thing, uh, which is a part of what, you know, I fully believe in, and, um, and the listening, you know, as we all know, we all would have heard one of my favourite words on the planet is soabona, uh, which means I see you. And if I see you, it means my my mouth shuts and my ears open, you know. So, um, yeah, that's great. Um, I love hearing that feedback. Has anyone got anything they want to add to that? I can relate to it as well because it's – I wouldn't think of myself as a control freak, but I do like to have things. Is that, Matt? <laughs> Looking perfect in my surroundings because that's when I feel I can be most productive. But sometimes the mess is perfect and you can, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I love, I just love that line. Um, Be present with yourself first. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm going to try and do that this week. It's a good (laughs) little kick up the pants for me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Totally. Yeah. You know, and um, Simon Sinek talks a lot about being present and Amy Cuddy has written, she's done a TED Talk on presence and she has a, she's written a great book called Presence. How's that going, by the way, Mies? Um, No, she's pretty well. It's an inside joke. (laughs) It's a side joke, everyone. Um, But that's such an important thing because we worry about what's next, yet we are not in what's next. Mm. We worry about what's past, but we are not in what's past. We are in now. We are here now. So what is in now? We can only be grateful for what's happened where we are, the fact that we get to open our eyes every morning and take a deep breath in and and we get great food to eat and we we go after all the things that all the haves are what we don't have, which we don't have because they're not now. So it's a great reminder to, to stay in presence and it's a very hard thing to do because our brains continue to take us forward, don't they? They're continually taking us or our thought patterns anyway. All right, the next one is a question and it's for Nace from a listener called Jim. Awesome. Um, and he said... Big shout out to this guy. <laughs> Would Nathan five years ago believe it if he was informed that in 2022 he would be at the forefront of a trades management service app and a podcast and on top of a comp- accomplishments already in place? What is your angle on having a vision and letting things just pan out? And going for particular goals specifically. That's a really good question, and it like, it's a really, really good question. So we're all going to have to answer this one, but 
I will go first. Uh, I think it's really important to have vision and part of the people might say curse and I would say sometimes of being entrepreneurial, you're very, very visionary and I've, I've got no problem saying that like it was two and a half years ago that I had a desire to start a podcast in this format where I just talk to people who I found significant and influential but not necessarily going after popularity and I, I've – it's taken me a long time to let go of my bullshit thinking that I had all the answers to wanting to learn from every individual that sat in front of me. Um, so that's that's been two and a half years. But how did I ever know it was going to happen? And how did I know it was going to happen in this way? And I think to answer um, Jim's question correctly is I think sometimes you've just got to have a go. You've just got to get over the ego and thank the ego for trying to protect you and just have a go and see what happens. Like within the space of 12 months, we've gone from having one business to having five. And are they all earning right now? No, because they're all new. Um, however, we know what's going to happen. And on top of that, that's not just about earning money. That's about changing the world by creating a ripple effect. And so to, I hope I've answered this correctly and I hope I've answered with uh, respect to you, Jim. But just to jump out of the boat and go, just to jump out of the boat and go. And whatever is in your heart, like we heard with Danny, like we've heard with Josh, you just got to do it. And you sometimes have to do it amongst the mess. Sometimes it's all not going to line up. And, you know, a friend of mine, and I think I might have shared this, has said, you know, build a plane while you're flying. <laughs> well, put the wings on first though. <laughs> and maybe an engine. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how things you, – I can't, you can't wait for things to all line up before you go. I love, the, I love the story in the Bible about Peter walking on water and he just stepped out of the boat even though the wind and the waves are out of control. And I say that frequently. So, Jim, I hope I've answered that correctly, mate. Yes, we are breaking ground. We're trying to. And it's uh, not just for us. It's for everyone we want to help and inspire. So he, he did ask me, but what do you guys think of that question? Yeah, I would agree. I think it's important to have goals and kind of, I guess, a vision for where you see your life. But no, no, but it's yeah. I think it's important to have goals. You also need to put the steps in to get to to get to achieve those goals. You can't just go, oh, I want to do this, and then just sit on your ass and expect nothing to happen. Um, I do also think that they need to be achievable and not so out there that you're just never going to get to it, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's definitely um, a manager's answer. Would I have thought that you would be in this position five years ago? Probably not. Yeah. So it's cool to see the journey of the last five years happen and to where we are now, you know, working together, doing this together. Um, yeah, I didn't vision my life like that. So I guess it's a, probably a little bit um, contradicting what I've just said, but um, I think life happens as well. Have a loose framework then. Yeah. 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 I, um, I think the big thing from, for me, I'm thinking about my own journey with kind of having vision going after things is really just having humility and not, not losing that 
pride of needing to be awesome straight away at things. I think we like have that up in our face with all these people who are amazing at things and the story behind a lot of these 90% is a lot of humility and just starting yeah. from starting very small and yeah. and asking yeah. and learning and growing and then retrying things and, yeah, being prepared to fail a lot yeah. um, until something starts um, swimming along. Yeah. 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 This is, um, I really like that answer. Is yeah. Because it, it, I don't know, I feel like it really hit me in the face, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, there's a beautiful Franciscan priest whose name is Richard Raw, and he's written a book called Failing Forward. Yeah. And, and that's the way that I think it, and especially what you're saying, is that if we stay humble um, and keep humility at the forefront and understanding what humility really is, it's not this false piety. It's it's actually really going after who you are, sticking to your values, caring about everybody else. And um, and then we'll fail forwards. So every time we fail, it's a forward movement rather than it's a backward movement. I love that picture of failing forward um, because, yeah, we've got a bigger job in the world, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and one last little thing you reminded me of your little Bible story before <laughs> is, is a beautiful proverb, don't despise small beginnings. Yeah. And I think that's such a good thing to yeah. Yeah. hold on to in any part of your life, no matter yeah. how old you are, no matter how much yeah. you progress, because there's always a new stretch um, or growth area. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's one of the favorite quotes of the podcast too, isn't it? It's like dream big, start small, and trust the process. Yeah. And uh, we got to have that. You got to have a big dream that sometimes, and I would probably have to disagree with Mia, that sometimes you got to have the dream so big that you cannot see the end of it and be scared shitless about starting it. But you've got to start small. Yeah. You've got to start at what you've got. You know, you can't start with what you don't. I think it stops so many people from stepping out and showing the world how amazing they are is this fear of being exposed that you can't do it. But believe us, all three of us sitting in this room right now, you can and you just got to jump out and go for it, eh? All right. You guys are really confronting me with some things today. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, I know all about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't actually. Um, all right. The next one is from someone called Matt. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and he he just gave some feedback. Um, he loved Josh's episode and he just said the rawness of Josh Cummings episode got me hooked for the entire um, duration pretty much. I couldn't stop listening to it. Yeah. I didn't say that very well. But, um, yeah, he was on fire on that yeah. podcast. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. You um, say just the confidence and the lip, you could hear it was like lived confidence. Yeah. Like you'd live through stuff. That's why he's speaking with so much conviction. It was awesome. Yeah. You hear the passion in his voice. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That, I think it's a combination of definitely learned experience. And I know I've known a lot of people who have maybe have walked a similar journey to Josh, but they haven't got the confidence because to speak about it, and that's what I loved about him, it's like an arrowhead speaking about stuff that really can change people's lives because he doesn't, he's got this compassion for people. And you could hear it it was his golden rule. Remember the poem that he Mm. said, I'll walk by this way but once? Yeah. And he lives by the golden rule like 
like, you know what, treat people how you want to be treated. And he, you know, he would say it like probably a little bit more crass than that. Treat people how you want to be treated, motherfucker, is what he would probably <laughs> say. But um, that's what I, I think there's a difference. Like we can we can have this openness and and have this journey of, of what he what he was talking about and he was so engaging but the difference was that he actually was so in love with people that he couldn't stop sharing. You know, he has to be vulnerable. Yeah, it was a really good episode, wasn't it? I loved it. It was really raw. Have we got any more? Um, we've got a couple more. Uh, another one's just feedback from Amy. Enjoyed all of the guests, easy flow to listen to and the quality of the sound was epic. Oh, there you go. That's a shout out to our mm-hmm. our – our main editor, <laughs> making the sound sound good. And your vocal fry. Our vocal fry. Vocal fry. Have you heard of vocal Have fry? I've heard of that I one. This is vocal fry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys sound great. Um, makes it my job easier. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. And, and, probably, and probably a bit of a shout out to Studio 6 too. That yeah. This um, place is really cool to, to do a podcast from. and It's looking good. Yeah, feels good, looks good. And um, they might get a snippet of that in our future video yeah. podcasts. Yeah, video podcasts. Here we come. To come. To come. Yeah. A little bit of work. TBC. Yeah. <laughs> TBC. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then the last one, actually, there was another one I wanted to share, um, but we'll just share from Robbo first. Uh, really great shout out from. Yeah, this guy, he's. Oh, he's Robbo is my coach. Yeah. Would, would you like to do this then? Yeah. Well, well he's my coach and I anchor into him. And listen to him because he's actually a tried and proven podcaster, mm. and he's a just an incredible human who loves people and is really inquisitive. But he knows what he's talking about. So between uh, Robbo and Tim Goodburn, and the help with Tim Buxton, the advice there is what you know. Like I, you know, we say we say this: don't take criticism from someone you won't take advice from. Well, there it is, right there. These guys, I'll take every bit of criticism from them. So he's, uh, you can read what he says, Mies. Well, it's not really what he said because he just sent a message, but it was pretty much like he just gave us a really great shout out um, on more so the short episodes from his opinion. Um, He found them super inspirational and just loved hearing nice voice. I guess also he was based in Sweden at this time, so it's probably nice to have your voice in his ears yeah. when he's on the other side we of the world. We used to spend many a morning on the beach training together and, yeah, it was cool, sharing some cool moments. Well, that's awesome. Was there another one did you want to say? I was just going to share a story um, from a listener that ran into us. Well, he's a family member. Yeah. Um, however, he was at work and he was listening to uh, the podcast, the solo episode, Why Should You Be You?, and he was listening to it on loud. He didn't think that anyone else was in the office. And there was – if the episode finished and this guy was in the cubicle next to him and he popped his head up and he goes, what are you listening to? Who's that? And he's like, oh, it's my my brother-in-law. Like, you know, he's just started a podcast, blah, 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 blah. He's like – and he could tell that he was, um, I guess, a little bit emotional. And um, the guy was like, oh, I just – I really like that. Like it's, it's really cool. Like where can I, where can I get more of it? Like can you show me? And um, the person I won't, I'm not going to name names. I mean, I just said your brother-in-law, but he said, "Are you all good, bro?" To this guy, like, "Are you okay?" And he said, "No, not really." Um, but that moment just like was able to spark that conversation. And he just he said, "If you ever need anyone to talk to, I'm here." 
um, he said, no, I, I just want to listen to all the podcasts. So that was really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, a bit of feedback to hear that if it can change that person's life or can, you know, can resonate with them and they can listen to Nate's voice and take something out of that, then I think we've done our job here yeah. pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Um. Yeah, just a little story. Yeah, well, yeah, that's great. <laughs> like I say, from wherever you're listening, I hope you're doing well. Yeah. And if you're not, open your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. We all got two ears and one mouth for one reason. <laughs> and uh, we want to hear. So, and there's never going to be a good day when you're not here, ever. Remember that from wherever you are. All right. Well, that was a really cool little mailbag session. I enjoyed doing that. We've probably gone a little bit longer than we thought we would, but we've <laughs> kept right. everyone entertained. So we're just going to finish now on – I'm just going to ask Tim and Mia just as a full synopsis, if if you had one last thing to say on the season from your perspective to inspire the ears of everyone else who's listening, what would that be? To find who you truly are under all the layers. Um you know, what is it that makes you tick? What fills up your cup? And then go after that. Yeah, I, I think it's a f- find what what makes you feel alive and makes you um, and what brings other people alive. So find what connects with you, which also connects with the world, mm-hmm. I think. Two really amazing answers. You don't need to hear from everyone. Everyone's heard from me all season. Um, but, yeah, two great answers. And, again, if you've been triggered by anything, we just want you to reach out to us. Me will put some stuff in the show notes about uh, Beyond Blue and Lifelong, Life Lifeline. And um, we're looking forward to next season. Next season is going to be about resilience and we've got some incredible guests coming on. Brett Robbo, my coach, he's coming on. Um, Mandy Goodburn's coming on, which is Tim's mum, and she is this most incredible, resilient person and very, very inspirational. And we've got a bunch of other great guests coming on. And, again, we'll be doing the same format we're doing with one-on, one-off. So looking forward to it. Hey, thank you to you two for a great episode today, but also a great season. And we'll check you all next season. See you then. Bye. See you then. That was the end of another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to rate, review and subscribe as this will help me get my message out to more people. If you've heard anything today that has resonated with you, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Nath Cartledge. All the other ways to contact me will be in the show notes. I'd love to chat and hear your thoughts. Can't wait to Conflab next week.